Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that is super, incredibly, I cannot stress this enough, deep in the magic as drugs metaphor. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. You're finally so right. Oh, man, you're Am right Am I? Time. Oh, thank God. I was so worried you'd be like, oh, you think this is deep? You think they're hitting us over the head with it now? Wait until three episodes from now. Right? God. I mean, how many more Willow tripping on magic scenes could we really put in this show? I couldn't stomach the ones that were already there. So. Uh, uh, you're going to be so mad. <laughs> this is... Season 6, episode 10, Wrecked. Original air date, November 27th, 2001. I texted you during <laughs> the viewing of this episode you did, to yeah. say, oh my god, I'm so fucking done with this fucking episode. <laughs> this, yeah. there, there are good parts to this episode. I want to say that right off the bat. There are some scenes where I'm like, I'm fully in there. There are some scenes where the writers have got me angry at the right characters at the right time. Mm-hmm. There are a majority of scenes, however, where I am angry with the writers and I think they are stupid and dumb people who are bad. <laughs> oh, man. So let's get into it. We can talk about Willow, these scenes. you're using too much magic. Willow, you're using too much magic. I know you used that spell on me. We got both in the same previously on. Forget. We also get some trio in the previously on. That's a we, lie. They do not appear. They do not appear in this episode. It's like, remember these guys? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter for this episode. Uh, I actually okay. have a theory about that. Uh -huh. Oh no, that doesn't make any sense. Well, okay. I'm going to tell you my theory anyways. If this previously on is the same one that they would have shown on the actual like network when it aired... Mm -hmm. this is the like mid-season break episode <laughs> like right like the one before christmas and you kind of need people to like remember that the trio exists before you go into that break i think and this relates to something that i thought of while watching it because i was like ah this is episode 10 what were we up to two seasons ago oh that's right hush <laughs> hush is what we were up to don't compare this to season four. This season, at the same time, we're doing this. Magic <laughs> is drugs. I wonder which one I like better. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Don't compare this to season four as if season four was the pinnacle of amazingness. Well, no. It's the opposite where you're taking the best thing out of the worst season. True. And saying True. and trying to compare to that, which just feels very unfair. It's unfair, I'll grant you. And again, not everything in this episode is bad. Not everything. <laughs> and Michaela, I know that you're itching, itching to get into, you know, all this stuff with Dawn and Squara, all this Buffy and Spike stuff, <laughs> all of this Willow and Squara. Amy stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> the very, very little Anya and Xander stuff that's in this episode, it's the so lack shafted. of trio. God. But we're going to take a brief second here. And go into our first recurring segment, something that we've done many times before, Good, of yeah. course. Hit me. And this segment is, as you will no doubt know, summary time. Previously on a very special clone high. 
This is a really long episode, so I'm gonna go fast. Joan likes eight babes dating Cleo. It's a crazy love triangle. Let's start the show. Oh, no. Is it Michaela. summary like a summary or summary like the summer? Uh, like a summary. Okay. Like, make it short. Because, Michaela, I've got 30 seconds this on is... my stopwatch. <laughs> this is so mean. <laughs> and I want you to summarize this episode for me. <laughs> in those 30 seconds. <laughs> and then, as an as a gesture of good faith, I will turn around and do the same thing. Fine. Okay. Tell me when you're ready. Your 30 seconds starts now. Magic is drugs. Drugs are bad. Sex with Spike is bad. Willow and Buffy are both bad, and they're the same. Willow gets into a lot of trouble because of drugs and then hurts people she loves. Buffy keeps her shit a secret. The end. Very nice. That is 12 <laughs> seconds, 81 milliseconds? 810 milliseconds? Yeah. However, that 810 milliseconds. Very well done. Very concise. I like it. And I think it hits on every salient aspect of this episode. Uh, I'm so bad at summaries. This episode's so easy to summarize. It's almost as if it nothing is, happened in it. It's a gift to you. Okay, now, now I can go. Uh, do you want to time me or should I time myself? I trust you. You can time yourself. Okay. Uh, and then we, of course, have the Teak summary at the end. But sure. that's fine. We'll leave that for then. We'll leave that for then. Okay. My 30 seconds starts now. Amy's back. She's not a rat. She's into magic, not drugs. She gets Willow into magic slash drugs. They have a lot of magic slash drugs times with Rack, some fun drug dealer in a crack house, guys. It's a literal crack house. <laughs> Uh, Buffy's having sex with Spike, but she doesn't like that. And then when people start to give Willow guff for her newfound proclivities, Buffy's like, hey, it's not so bad. She's going through some stuff. Boom. 27 seconds. <laughs> uh. And I feel uh, I feel Teeks-ish in that, you know? Yeah. Like maybe Teeks is writing his summaries under intense pressure, like time <laughs> pressure. Because I didn't do that in, in, in like chronological order. And we may see with today's Teeks <laughs> review... That not everything really follows the structure of the episode very well, but that's fine. I'm excited for this. I'm very, very excited for it. All right, let's get into the summary proper, the review, our discussion even, of this episode. Dawn and Squara yeah. are having a slumber party. An unintended slumber party. They wake up to sunlight and cartoons and they're like, um, why did no one else come home last night? <laughs> Why did no one wake us up? Are they all wrecked? Oh, shit. But, like, legitimate, this is the Hellmouth. They could both easily be dead. Oh, yeah, they're right? so dead. So dead. Buffy wakes up after having sex for the first time without red sheets around. Ah! There's a purple shirt, but no red <laughs> sheets, and I'm disappointed. I have so many questions about this. Mm -hmm. How did they fall asleep here, I guess, How? is the main question. Yeah. <laughs> oh How did they God. remain asleep for any time? I guess the implication <sighs> is they were just having sex constantly until they both fell asleep out of sheer out. exhaustion. Yeah. No, I think what the writers think is that yeah, okay, so they didn't have sex once. They had sex X times, uh, where X is a number greater than five. I don't know. And yeah, and then, yeah, the writers think if you just have sex enough times, you literally pass out. Like, there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. In fact, it gives you amnesia, because you're like, <laughs> when did this house fall down? That's so wacky. Man. Spike is looking so smug. And guys, I had no prep time for this episode, but you didn't get a picture of Spike's smug face from what I can see. Honestly, I just felt like taking any pictures where Spike is mostly naked are just, they're too, what's the word I want? 
risque voyeuristic i don't know mm, sure <laughs> so i have Go no smug it. face listen he's very smug buffy's like oh i'll never do that again <laughs> and then almost does immediately <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right i've written down that spike is pretty well lit for a vampire <laughs> and not marijuana wise <laughs> thanks past david you were really on the fucking ball there the fucking jackass ball. honestly like he's so lucky that he isn't dead oh my god he's surrounded by wood and sunbeams right like, he should be so <laughs> he dead should be so, so many dead. times over yeah but like he was trapped here man the the house collapsed and oh, there's sunlight outside so much and i'm like if this is another where the wild things are <laughs> i'm gonna be so pissed little did i know this is actually a, another beer bat yeah yeah that's fair so just yeah just to finish out this scene you know spike is very as you said very smug that buffy has had sex with him and thinks that he's starting to, like, get under her skin. You know, this is sort of a theme of the episode. He thinks that he's getting mm. to her. And in this scene, she calls him convenient. And <laughs> you're like, that is true. <laughs> but harsh. So harsh. Yeah. Spike's character right now, though, with his smug confidence and his, like, oozing sex appeal, which... <laughs> We can get into why that's the only reason that people are still watching this show after this episode. <laughs> but you just look at this man, this Adonis-like figure, and you're like, how is this the guy who stole pictures of Buffy from her basement? You yeah, know? Like, what know. sort of a mad disservice is that to him? And how have we done such a another 180 on who his character We're is? We're all the way back around, right? Full circle. We've done it. Basically, yeah. He's not <laughs> quite as evil, but the writers were like, wow, we did terrible things to him through like a season and a half. Let's walk that back a bit, I guess. I don't know how much of this is just straight up fan service either, right? Like, I think a lot of it. The fans want slash wanted Buffy and Spike to be together and they couldn't have done it pre this season because it just like it would never have made sense for Buffy to do that. But now right. that she's like all super mopey and stuff, you're like, you can buy it. Yeah. But it still feels like, why though? Like, why did they do this? Yeah. And we'll see how much we love this pairing. I... I think it's a fun thing, you know, it's something that Buffy clearly wants, but also whenever she is actually thinking about it, does not want. Uh, Spike is just smug, and he's pretty fun to have around. Well, and the fans wouldn't have wanted it if they didn't have so much chemistry, right? Right, yeah. And so... so I think it's good. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so we're getting worried about everyone. Squara and Dawn are like, where are they? Let's make pancakes, because... That will at least ease our minds into thinking that they're not dead. And it's good news, they're not dead. They were all just out doing question mark all night. Question mark. Tara and Willow are the first to, or sorry, Amy and Willow are the first to arrive. And Amy and Tara meet, and it's Mad Ox. Oh, it's so Ox. So, of course, Tara's first thought is, oh, you've already replaced me with a new lady friend. <laughs> you've brought home another prostitute, I see. <laughs> Uh, and Willow's quick to be like, oh, no, no, this is Amy the Rat. 
yeah, she's my witch friend. And Amy's like, oh, I'm not the witch. Willow's the witch. She does so much irresponsible magic. You should see it. It's so cool. Willow is so badass and just doesn't think that has, that there are any consequences to this magic. This scene is actually one of the ones that I super love in the episode. Yeah. I think they do a great job because it's everyone coming back. They haven't gotten much sleep. They are back in the house. It's too bright. It's too sharp. And like everything's a little bit floaty because that that's the feeling and it's conveyed very well here and tara's doing great things because god knows she's never given anything to do but here you know she sees amy she's like oh this is her new girlfriend turns out no she's her new witch friend which is in some ways all it's really bad either way yeah it is in some ways it is worse you know yeah so then tara starts off by going back to stuttering really oh, hard and you're when just, this you, happens. You do feel really terrible for her. Like, she does a great job, yeah. And in the space of a scene, she turns it around as Amy's like, oh, you should have seen all the irresponsible magic. And then she just gets pissed. <laughs> and she is angry. She no longer stutters by the end of the scene as she's getting out of there because yeah. she cannot be around this bullshit right now. She is in control of her life. And yeah, whole thing. Really like this whole scene. Good times. When Dawn is being so understanding about, you know, Buffy being out all night because she was fighting a monster, you're just like, mm-hmm. holy shit, I can't believe you just left her here all night. That's really, just really terrible. Left her there. Yeah. Jesus and Christ. I mean, Buffy gets back and she's like, oh, Dawn, I hope you're okay with Willow last night. And it's like, uh, <laughs> and. Then Buffy wants to be mad at Willow, but she can't be because she was very irresponsible last night and should have been there. Yeah. And said she was just passed out in a pile of rubble naked. Mm. I uh, I have a picture here. I've all called night this coat. All night coat. I just love this coat a lot. <laughs> I'm like pretty into it. Do tell. So, yeah, I mean, Willow tends to, like, he, in this episode particularly, she's wearing a lot more dark stuff and mm-hmm. definitely no bright red and a lot more, like, you know, witchy lesbian stuff. Right. This is just, like, she comes home in this and you're like, yeah, she's clearly been out all night. Look at this coat she's wearing. <laughs> this long, dark leather coat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it is like an it, out all night coat. It felt really right to me that she was wearing this totes yeah totes all the goats we've got another picture coming right up because we get our one scene per episode with anya and xander not true they get like two whole scenes here it's good times for them but anya has crazy new hair and it's amazing (laughs) it's very blonde it's platinum blonde it is platinum blonde and they've gone like even i noticed that her hair was very different although i was then like was her hair blonde before i think it was it was but it was more of like a strawberry blonde i think Mm -hmm. it was a lot less spike colored because she basically has the same hair color as spike now (laughs) if we're being completely honest hair color not hairstyle yeah no she's got like a lot of cute curls happening and I think the blonde does suit her. It just was like jarring that all of a sudden her hair was a much, much lighter color. I like yeah, this shirt crazy too. She, she's looking Blue good. Blue polka dots. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to try out the new hair for the uh, wedding, you know? Yeah. Got to make sure it works. At some point, right? Some point, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Anya has some japes for us. She reveals that Martha Stewart is a witch, uh, which, yep. That's fun. That, that checks out. It does check out, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're still trying to research this whole, like, steal a diamond and freeze a dude type of demon with no luck because it's not a demon. And you're like, ah, how far are you fallen without Giles? How yeah. very far? And Anya's at the point where she's just secretly reading wedding magazines inside of the large tomes because she's like this is pointless we're never gonna find this demon it doesn't exist which is you know it's accurate yeah (laughs) buffy's got her nice speech where she's projecting hard about willow's situation jesus she gets so defensive immediately (laughs) when they bring up the fact that willow clearly has a problem yeah she's like well she's going through some stuff and you don't know her and her life maybe she's made a little mistake and she feels really bad about it probably yeah you don't one know mistake isn't gonna just make her a bad person forever just one time one thing it's fine she'll never do it again so what if she's going through if she's crossed a line she's going through some stuff it's, <laughs> it's very understandable and they are clearly taken aback by her reaction to this because yeah. they I mean, they're worried about Willow, as they should be, and like they, they just wanted to try to figure out how they could help her. <laughs> okay, so magic is drugs <laughs> metaphor. Let's go into all of this. <laughs> so, Willow and Amy are going out on the town again, and uh-huh. Willow is upset because using magic constantly for like 12 hours straight made her run out of magic. Uh-huh. So, Amy's like, I know this guy. And he knows spells that last for days. And the burnout factor is like nothing. (laughs) I hate it so much. Oh my God. He'll take you places you can't imagine. And it gets, it goes, it gets worse from there. Oh, it gets so much worse. Straight up worse. Constantly. So my my first question when Amy was like, hey, let's go see this guy was. How do you know this guy? You've been a rat. You were a rat. And then we find out later that she's known him since high school. She would have to. She was a rat. And you're like, that's a lot worse. I mean, it's all bad, but that's really bad. Oh, boy. And it's so much worse because (laughs) it's a magic crack house (laughs) that you have to sense with your magic senses. It's obviously But it's a crack house. (laughs) I love how Amy talks about his, like, cloaked lair as if that makes him cool. And you're like, you know, someone who has to hide where they hang out probably isn't really on the up and up, Willow. Do you ever think of that? Uh, uh, okay. So it's a, it's a crack house. There are crackheads yelling about how it's their turn to see Rack. Yes! Zach is back and now he's named Rack! Excellent. I love the rhyme. I had a very similar one <laughs> ready to go, but you got there and it's good. Are we talking about Famy? Is that what we're talking about? I mean, should we tell people what Zach is back means? Oh, sure. Yeah. Zach, the serial killer vampire who put up an improbable number of pictures back in like <laughs> season three when he kidnapped Joyce. Oh, shit. Very quickly. What if he was Rack all along? Well, no, he got... He drank holy water uh-huh. instead of his pill water. I and understand. Now that sounds like here. an illusion, though. <sighs> <laughs> Who else could have put those pictures up in time other than a magic <laughs> user? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's true. Why wouldn't the cross burn him? 
<laughs> Unless it's a magic user, not a vampire. Zach is Rack. Doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, let's get in it. Fami. Right. So, so oh yeah. So I called it Fami because Amy is really channeling Faith for me. Yes. She's got the dark lips. She's got this like weird choker necklace. She's wearing a tube top jean dress, which I don't think Faith would be caught dead in. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's cleavagey enough yeah. for faith yes that is and like amy looks great especially oh, she for someone fantastic. who's been a rat for three years amazing for so, someone who's been a rat and like in general she looks great yeah yeah absolutely yeah uh, no <laughs> so she's jealous because rack who is a crack dealer uh sorry magic user who can <laughs> Give them magic. How do you give someone? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you None give someone magic. None of it makes magic. sense. None of it has to make any sense. When oh. when Rack is like, oh, you got to give a little to get a little. And Amy's like, don't worry. It's over quick. You're like, run, Willow. Now's when you run. Well, because she's paying sex for drugs. Oh, I guess. Oh, God. Yeah. Ugh, strawberries. It's all so gross. No, he, she's just paying for her magic drugs with sex but it's not sex it's just rack taking a bit of her magic and that makes her go ah in a sexy way it's sexier than what i just did uh, slightly <laughs> maybe <laughs> did you get a picture of willow's box eyeshadow oh i mean she's oh, her yeah, eyes you did. are closed on high times yeah, yeah yeah it's it's box it's like gold to match her almost gold shirt and it's wonderful this is quite the spicy shirt it is a she, spicy shirt like she didn't even know they were going to see this crack dealer right she just got lucky i think putting this shirt on well when you're doing a lot of magic and you know you haven't met the magic dealer but you've been doing a lot you start to dress a bit differently <laughs> Yeah, so I've called this picture high times for two reasons. It's a pune or a play on words. Yes, one it. of the reasons is that she's all high on magic. Reason uh -huh. two is that she's stuck to the ceiling. Wacky. So I'm like, okay, Joss. Yeah, I get it. No, I, I understand. And he's like, no, 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 you don't get it. <laughs> Let's have some freaky magic based hallucinations in here for good measure. So you get it. So you understand. Well, no, What's I mean, happening? you can't possibly understand yet because this is only the first of the it's set true, actually. of magic-based hallucinations. Well, uh, <laughs> I will note that while Willow is doing uh, high times on the ceiling, oh, yeah. a song that sounds damn near identical to Inner City Pressure by Flight of the Concords plays. <laughs> inner city, inner city pressure. Which uh, is a wonderful song about trying to pay your rent by being a prostitute, but no one will pay for your body, so yeah. you can't be a concert flautist like you wanted. <laughs> flautist? They say flautist. It's fine. Flautist, yeah. yeah. So that, that took a bit of the um, the dark edginess away for me a little bit while this was happening. <laughs> I just, I imagine you just screaming in anger at your no, television. <laughs> it's a lot of exasperated sighs, to be honest. <gasps> yeah. And eye rolling. It's like I'm a teen again. Oh, God, what has it done to me? It's like I'm a teen again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the hangover is worse than advertised. Will is crying in the shower Ugh. and then r magically reanimates some of Tara's clothing to hug her, which is a perfectly healthy thing to do. It's fine. 
Yeah, she's got her nice little weird blow-up dress. Mm. Yeah, it's not mm. great stuff. Turns out nah. Dawn's a really bad cook who hates spatulas for some reason. I used to hate spatulas. I get where Dawn's coming from. What? I had to wash the spatulas by hand, though. Oh, there's your problem right there. I'm like, why would I bother getting out a spatula if I just have to wash it? I can just, like, mildly burn my fingers and I not mean, get a spatula out. That's exactly what Dawn decided. Yeah. You're young. Uh, You've got thin, fresh fingers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your skin heals almost instantly. Exactly. Just like mm. that. Yeah. So she's making garbage food, teen food, and Willow is soups hungover and needs lots of water. Yeah. And yeah. I guess this is when they decide that they're going to go to a movie. Oh, they're going to take in a movie, Donnie. It's going to be great, Donnie. We're going to get you hear, a movie. Did you hear the air quotes I did? Yes, I good. did. The That's movie, good. right? Around go to a movie. Yeah. Go to a movie. Yeah. Right. I got the, I got all the, uh, and I got all the air quotes there. It's a good That's times. That's good. Yeah. No, it's going to end great. It's going to be just a fun family adventure. I'm skipping ahead. Oh, hmm. Hmm. I feel like your picture, all faithful. It's from later. Up soon. Yeah. But does it adequately capture the hoops? Right. Michaela? So. It just, I wanted to capture everything. I, I got gritty, right? But I get that. you didn't that. get any hoops. There's a hoop. You can see it. You can barely see a hoop. There are such hoops. They, I've written that exactly. Such hoops, Buffy. <laughs> such such hoops. hoops. So I've called her outfit Old Faithful. My picture is from later. She's got the hoops. She's got the turtleneck. She's got the adult pigtails. She's yeah. got the long necklace with one single chain that goes down. Yep. It's just all the things that we love about Buffy's outfits in one. And I was just elated by it. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> Buffy is at home wearing Old Faithful. And she hears a disturbance coming from upstairs. She thinks, what could that be? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Turns no. out she's being burgled. As, burgled? As this is going on, as she's investigating, the burglary is still in progress. It's Amy who is oh. trying to steal sage and other magical ingredients from the house. <laughs> when she and, says, <sighs> like, it's fine. Willow wants me to have it. She understands. <laughs> it's sage, Amy. Like, sage. How, how expensive can sage be? It's not burgle a garden. <laughs> yeah. Tell your dad you're going to cook him a nice meal and he just needs right. to buy you some sage. You need the, some sage. Meal, right? Like, I just Amy. have zero dollars. And this is where, like, the already tenuous stuff <laughs> starts to fall apart, apart even more where they're like, oh, she needs, you know, she needs money for magic drugs and it's like oh but wouldn't it be goofy if it was like common herbs and it's like oh that would be herbs don't cost much like doesn't matter let's fucking do it we're <laughs> no going with this episode about it yeah we're going with this oh yeah so amy's got the magic shakes too oh hey god. yo willow's gonna get those later so oh my god <laughs> Buffy's like, where's Dawn? Amy's like, oh, she's with my suspicious friend Rack and Willow also. <laughs> and Buffy's V-mad and she shakes Amy enough to make her puke. She just gotta go shaking find her. Good. Just, just shaking her around. Yeah. Amy These writers should have been shaken. Honestly, when you hear that your teenage sister was taken to hang out with some guy who calls himself Rack, you're gonna be worried, right? 
You should be worried. Yeah. It's healthy. It's good. It's a sketchy ass name. That's what I'm saying. Michaela, can we're we're at like a low point here. Like I'm really not feeling this right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh can we take a break for our traditional second segment? Good, yes. Readings from the holy book. Let's do it. If I wanna know how to be good, it's to the good book that I go, because the good book is a book and it is good and it's a book. Oh. Michaela, you've got your encyclopedia on hand? You're the worst. What's up? <laughs> you know I don't have it just ready here beside me. You didn't have that. We're potting, Michaela. Come on. <laughs> this... All right, go get your encyclopedia. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just you and me, listeners. Just you and me. Oh, no, Michaela can still hear me. Hear me. I forgot she's got her phone with her. Oh, no. Just you and me. Not a surprise segment. We do this every week. Surprisement? Surprisement. Ugh. Disgusting. Alright. I'm back. You've acquired your encyclopedia? Yeah. Good. Uh, I want you to tell me one of two things. Or maybe two. Number one, what does it say about this episode if it has an episode by episode? It does not. Okay. What, What does it say about last season? Let's say. You know, what fun things... Or did I you actually read all those? want to know what it says about Rack. Rack, yes. Okay, Rack, I love it. Because we did last season on the episode 100 yes. super special. But yes, if it has anything on Rack, uh, or potentially the non-spoilery stuff on Amy as well. Hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Is Rack in here? Yeah, of course. Everyone's oh, in goodness. here. Literally wow. everyone is in here. But this what? is the thing. Like, because everyone is in here... It's all very surfacey stuff, right? Is Asian Joe in there? Well, no, that's not a real character. That's a character <laughs> yeah. that the fans made up. Fair enough. Oh, geez. So I can't... Mm, I see. Can't tell me everything about Rack yet? N- no. <laughs> yeah. I'll just tell you the first sentence, which I, I am delighted by. Powerful warlock who dispensed magic like drugs, getting both Willow and Amy Madison hooked on it. Ooh, Madison. Yeah, nice. that's fun. That's Amy's last name. I think, did we know that from the episode with her mom? From episode three of this podcast? <laughs> Listen, I do not remember uh, 107 episodes ago. Do we have anything about Zach or Amy? That would be fun. Yep. <clears throat> Amy Madison. Which raised by an abusive mother who forced Amy to try to become a cheerleader. To escape being burned at the stake by a group of concerned parents under demon influence, Amy turned herself into a rat and was trapped in that form for a time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a time. It was a... That's not technically wrong. Once Willow changed her back, Amy enabled Willow's addiction to magic. Mm, addiction. And you want to do, do Zach? Willow's addicted to magic? What? Not anymore. Yes, let's do Zach. She quit, right? We'll see. She quit. She quit for good. Quit for good. Actually, you know, I said everyone was in here, but let's actually see if Zach is in here. Yeah. How good are you? Season three, episode 20, homecoming? No. Oh, you know what? This. So if you know someone's first name and not their last name, you're basically screwed. What? <laughs> because it does things as last name. But I'm pretty sure his the vampire's full name is Zachary Kralik. <laughs> what? What do you mean you know the vampire's yep. full name? There we go. I found him. Zachary Kralik. Insane. What? <laughs> what do you mean? 
insane. How do you not know it? Insane vampire who was a serial killer before he was sired. He kidnapped Joyce, but then exploded when Buffy tricked him into drinking holy water to take his pain pills. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, this is gold. See, I hadn't been, been reading these because for the most part, it's not really telling us anything new. Mm hmm. It's just telling us things we already know, but it's using such fun language. It is. Well, thank you for that very nice reading. I think I'm feeling re-energized enough to dive back into something here. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that my knowing that character who was in this show for one episode's last <laughs> name would be so thrilling to you. Fucking Kralik. Why? <laughs> Why do you know that? I'm so impressed with your fucking trivia skills now. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Kralik. All right, let's go back. It looks like Spike's wearing nothing at all. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't even know when that's from. I don't think I have a note on this. (laughs) What do you mean? Buffy goes to to see him to be like, yo, help me find Don. You're a vampire or whatever. You can find Rack. And Spike's just sitting there. You know. Sure. Is that not like later? Is that not after Willow starts taking Dawn to a magical crack house and Willow's like oh. caught or Dawn's caught in the middle of her freshly split parents and she's like, oh, don't worry, Willow. Da- Tara's doing fine. She's okay. I was hanging out with her, but I didn't, I don't like her more than you. I got pretty bored during this part of the episode. <laughs> no I wrote fucking that, way. <laughs> I wrote that Dawn's sweater was really cute. And then I moved on with my life. Moved on. Yeah, okay. So looks like Spike's wearing nothing at all. He does have a bed somewhere in his crypt. He is lying in it. And yes, Buffy throws some clothes at him and is like, fucking suit up. Let's go. Got to find my my stupid baby baby sister. It's fine. I'm pretty sure the bed is in the like basement area where his weird shrine to Buffy used to be. Oh, God. Weird as fuck. Let's all remember that. So, yes. Spike's like, where is, is your baby sister? And Buffy says, oh, she's with Willow. Like, oh, that's not bad. Why are you coming around with me? Like, oh, Willow's taking her to see some guy named Rack. Oh, my God. Spike's fucking reaction to Rack's name being dropped. Like, Rack. Yeah, he's uh, uh, some sort of... I know who he is. He deals in magic, black stuff, dangerous. Uh-huh. Fuck off. Fuck right off. So I'm just going to blaze right past all of that and say Good. that when Spike thinks that Don is in danger, he still, like, drops his whole trying to get Buffy to bang him thing and, like, legitimately wants to go and save Don. And I like that. He is much better about that than Buffy is. Like, (laughs) Spike is like, okay, let's go find Don. And Buffy has to stop at some point and be like, no, let's flirt instead. And you're like, not the time, Buffy. Not the time. They're like fighting and you're just thinking, you idiots should be looking for Dawn in the magic crack house. I'm gonna say it's mostly Buffy who instigates this. Oh, absolutely. And you're like, but it's your sister, Buffy. (laughs) Find her. She's just projecting so hard. She's like, man, Willow's in a lot of trouble. I'm in a similar amount of trouble. (laughs) Hey, yeah, fuck you, Buffy. Your amount of trouble is not similar. It is not at all. It is not. Okay. Willow. (laughs) Thanks, Tommy. Jeez. Is magic high. She comes out. She's made Dawn wait in this crack house for several hours while she gets her fix. 
Oh, and oh, yeah, oh, it'll just be a couple of minutes, Donnie. And then, yeah, she's in there for literal hours, and Don's like, we missed the fucking movie. What's wrong with you? There might be a literal crackhead that comes and sits next to Don at one point, which is amazing. She does say something that sounds like it's about to be that he smells like drugs, like actual drugs of some yeah, kind, I guess. makes a lot of sense. I guess, yeah, you could be into normal drugs Man, and magic drugs. What a fucking drugs. high, yeah. <laughs> Double it those up. two? Yeah. Shit. I mean, yeah, mixing uh, all sorts of different drugs together is the best way to get high. Recipe for success. <laughs> uh, if narcs know anything, it's that, yeah. <laughs> Willow's stumbling around. She is calling Don out for being a square, just like Squirrel was. Uh, fucking square. And then the demon attacks. But good thing it's a talky demon and not a killy demon. So it introduces itself and helpfully <laughs> says that Willow summoned it and doesn't really try to attack them much. No, I mean, it probably wants a bit of a chase. Demons like that kind of thing. Sure. And like later on, Dawn does do surprisingly well against it. Yeah. Like, too well. But it's fine. You know, Don still gets mad hurt. <laughs> Willow invents the self-driving car briefly as she yeah. makes a car drive itself with magic. But don't drive while high, kids. Oh, or no. while doing crack slash magic, you'll get oh, into a no. car crash. Right. This is when I was like, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with this <laughs> entire episode. And actually, like, this this really uh, it comes into the point. Because, like, I'm not great at watching television shows, right? Sure, I will yeah. watch something for a while and, and then get bored. Like halfway through a season, I will put it down and never come back to it. And it could be at a climactic moment. Like it's something about me. It's not the, the TV show necessarily. Something about me just switches off. But I swear, Michaela, if we were not watching this for the podcast. You'd be done now. I'd be done right now. Like mm. this would have actually finished it. What do I have to come back for? Buffy and Spike are not doing anything interesting. That's true. They're doing something interesting if you are a teen girl and you're very invested in any sort of Spike relationship, as mm -hmm. well as, like, inserting yourself as the Buffy character. You know, she's broken, you're broken, sure. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> He's a bad boy. Whatever. Willow's doing actively uninteresting things yeah. that I really don't want to see more of. Dawn's not doing anything interesting. Square is not doing anything interesting. <laughs> Xander and Anya are barely in this show. What do I have to come back to this show for? You know, like I'm, I'm done. I'm out at that point. I'm like, cool. That was a TV show that I watched for a while. Don't need to see any more of it. Yeah. And I mean, like season six, a lot of people don't like it very much. Yeah. I think it has a much better ending than say a season four. Right. Which I'm guessing clouds some judgment. And it also contains the back to back one-two punch of Once More With Feeling and Tabula Rasa. Yes. Remember when we used to have fun, like, two episodes ago? <laughs> it was so recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it was all so fucking recent. Now, yeah. what I really want to know is, would you have also, maybe more rage quit than anything, this <laughs> podcast after Goodbye Iowa? I don't think so, because if I weren't think doing this podcast, I wouldn't have thought hard about it, and I wouldn't have right. had, had any problems. I would have just forgotten that it ever happened. You could have said goodbye, Iowa, and I would be like, I <laughs> never watched any episode with that title, ever. And you could describe any of the things that happened in it, and I'd be like, that did not happen. Absolutely not. None of that makes any sense. 
And it's like, no, it's that one where Tara, you know, messes up the demon spell. And I'd be like, no, that's that's season five when her family shows up. You know, That does sound right. Yeah. Oh, anyway. boy. Oh, boy. Okay. So, <laughs> so yes, demon arrives. It goes after Dawn. Yeah, the car, the car crash. Car crash, right. Demon's here. Going after Dawn, it's attacking her. She's sad. Buffy and Spike are conveniently close by because this is Sunny D. Dawn gets pretty fucking wrecked in the brief time that she has. And Buffy's fighting the demon. It's not going great. But suddenly she wins and she's all smug about it. But it was really Willow exploderizing the thing. And, like, why is Willow only doing that now? She's come down from her high, Michaela. Like, is that... Because she uses magic for literally everything. A demon attacks them and she doesn't immediately use magic. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) Well, she thought it was a hallucination then. And then when she was running away, it doesn't make a lick of goddamn sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Dawn slaps Willow, and this is another time where I'm like, yes, okay, everything here with the slapping of the Willow, with Buffy, like, hugging a sobbing Willow as she's like, I have a problem, and Buffy is just stone-faced, like, so angry with this person who's attached to her right now. This is when I'm like, oh, yeah, this episode's back to being like, yeah, it inspires feelings in me that are the feelings that the writers wanted me to have, so good job again. For the second time in this episode. Yeah. And like, I mean, Alison Hannigan breaking down is always going to have some emotional impact on you. Even if you're very mad at the character of Willow. Yeah. You're still like, okay, now at least she's admitting she has a problem. She's very sorry for what happened. Although that doesn't fix anything. Admitting you have a problem is the first and only step. That's the first step. step. Yeah. First and only step. Yeah. Yeah. So Buffy does have this absolutely stone cold look and I loved that a lot. Even Spike looks disgusted by what Willow has become. Everyone's doing a lot of great silent acting. Good face work all around. Yeah. So Willow's got a problem, blah, blah, blah. Wrapped up in a blanket back at the Summer's house. Dawn's arm is like soup's broken and it's Hundo P. Willow's fault. Soup's broken. Buffy has some kindish words. I wasn't really listening. I was done. So... Willow there, Willow makes one point in here that I can at least see from the perspective of her character, like, why it makes a little bit of sense. Because she talks about how she feels like she's nothing without the magic. Mm, yes. Right? And, I mean, that, because she was just that kind of girl that everyone, the smart girl that everyone ignored. Buffy shows up, and all of a sudden, she starts to get to be super Willow. And Mm -hmm. she sort of, you know, she becomes more powerful and more helpful and she is helping people. And she's like, okay, this is how I can actually be more than I was before. And so the idea of giving that up entirely is very, very scary for her. Her opinions are not invalid, but her her thoughts need some introspection, I'll say, because she's still a super hacker and (laughs) she knows Xander. And these two things... (laughs) Should make, if she like sat down and thought about this, like, am I anything without my magic? She would be like, Xander's nothing without magic and he's okay. I guess. Why don't I talk to him? And I'm also a super hacker. Xander doesn't even have the smarts that I have. And like, like, there's not really another person who's super other than Buffy. Like Anya's not super. Don's not super. Giles wasn't super. Willow has made that part of her identity as an adult. Sure. Right, because she has recently become an adult, and 
like in her formative years has been this magic person. It's not invalid. It's just lacking in introspection. Sure. And so now you got that cold turkey magic shakes. Yep. And she's sorry now, you know, it, she's really sorry. And I'm like, it's too late to apologize, Willow. Too, <laughs> too late. late. <laughs> uh, it's over, she says. Is it Willow slash Buffy, I say? Is it really? How I yeah. wish that that were true. So Buffy's trying to not, I guess, kind of comfort Willow, at least talk to Willow about what is going wrong in her life. And I mean, of course, at the same time, Buffy's still talking about herself, really. Mm-hmm. Because that's how she do. But at this point, you know, she still isn't ready to tell Willow that what she's been doing. And you're like, this kind of seems like it might be a good time, you know? Like, well, Willow's problem when it broke down, like, it was really big and messy and public. And what if there was just, like, a way to not have that happen, you know? What if you could be really quiet about your problem and no one would ever yeah. have to know? I mean, Buffy's vowing that it's never going to happen again. <laughs> She's also Say going... Say goodbye to these! Because it's the <laughs> last time! <laughs> yeah, it's that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was... That was an episode of a television show the that we watched. The final button is Buffy sitting up with a cross and a bunch of garlic hung around her room because she can't ask Willow to uninvite Spike because that <laughs> would mean admitting what she and Spike have been doing. And Spike can walk in, except they have locks, but, you know, whatever. Better safe than sorry. I guess that she would have to explain it if... But, like, honestly, no one's going to ask Buffy to, like, really justify why she wants to uninvite Spike from the house. Nah. Like, I feel like she could get away with it. She can't ask Willow to do it. That's a magic spell. No, 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 no. I mean, but Tara Tara can handle that. Yeah. And Tara's not going to ask questions. She's not a question asker, you know? Nah. Or she'll take a really, like, floaty answer for it. Like, oh, you know, Spike's been giving me a weird vibe. And she'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, anyone would take that. Because Spike, remember that time he was creeping all over her and made a sex robot? Mm, They do probably remember that. (laughs) They might. (laughs) Tara might not. She was crazy at the time. But it's okay. Oh, that's (laughs) offensive, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Now, let's, before we get to Teeks, actually, I want to savor that. Uh, mm. Who won this episode? Oh, no. Did anyone? Rack? Rack, sure. <laughs> absolutely. The gross crack dealer. He's back. He's Zach. He's dealing crack. It's Rack. <laughs> it just, it's so, it all of it works so well. It makes me so happy. Frickety Frack. Here comes Rack. <laughs> and he, he does... You know, he's given a pretty silly thing to do if you get right down to it. And he manages to be quite creepy, you know? Sure. yes. So, yeah. I love if you, you get go. right down to it. Like, if you don't get right down to it, it's very sensible. <laughs> but if you really think about it, a magic crack dealer's crazy. Uh, what was the best outfit from this episode? I, I really hope it's all faithful. I mean... I'm tempted it's just got by so many elements. I'm <sighs> tempted by Amy's ensemble, mm. but she's so jealous of of Willow being Rack's new favorite too. Yeah, if she was wearing more leather, it would be Amy because she would just be channeling Faith so hard. <laughs> but I think I'm gonna go with Old Faithful. I Old just, Faithful. Like, we we should have been counting how many episodes contained a character wearing a turtleneck. Oh my god, 
that honestly next uh, podcast that we do is going to be welcome to turtlenecks <laughs> turtleneck to the hell mouth uh, those are both okay. really really bad names wow <laughs> <laughs> Teeks has left a review for this episode. Taylor Good. Kingston, our favorite yes. IMDb reviewer. Michaela, where does this episode rank in the aggregator? I'm really interested. Out of 144. You wanted to do that what first? Place okay. is it? I want, I want to know. So let me tell you a little tale of season six. <laughs> right. So 123 out of 144 was... Uh, episode four, Flooded. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a yep. boring episode. 128 out of 144. Is this episode wrecked? <laughs> <laughs> Good. It's a bad 131 episode. 131 out of 144 was all the way the episode where Don meets a nice vampire oh, boy. God, that one. <laughs> now, would you like me to tell you how many season six episodes are below those ones? <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's at least one because the worst episode of Buffy ever is still yet to come in this season. In the next 12 episodes, we have the worst ever Uh episode. And I like I'm angrier at this episode than I was at Beer Bad, frankly. I think it's more over the top with its metaphors than Beer Bad was. Yeah. Um, How many more season six episodes are below? What was it? 132? 131 was all the way okay so in the remaining 13 (laughs) three of them there's two okay (laughs) which is still not ideal not good okay uh i mean i wanted all of that as a preface to the cheeks (laughs) review and like the ones around it you know the extremely obvious metaphor gets old quickly uh wrecked is right sex drugs and vamps which is a five out of ten magics are bad okay <laughs> hard to watch if you're a willow fan <laughs> willow's addiction to magic comes to a head and then there's t- the teeks review oh Michaela, boy. what do you think he titled this review oh shit the one where willow is addicted to magic yes word for word the one where mm. willow gets addicted to magic but okay. I-, I will absolutely you, give that you to give you give me that one good yeah I love this episode, says Teeks. <laughs> no surprise it's so, there. It's so good, and I have such a good time watching it. Uh-huh. <laughs> In this episode, Willow has become addicted to magic and gets high off of it. Whilst taking Dawn to the movies, she stops into her friend's place to get a quick fix. That's deep in the episode, Teeks. That's deep. This brings a lot of trouble and danger towards her and Dawn, and Dawn gets hurt. No mention of demon yet. What's happening Mm. here? Meanwhile, after sleeping with Spike, comma, Buffy is sadly, comma, not in a good mood, period. (laughs) Although, comma, Spike is, period. Although, comma, Spike is, is one of my favorite Teeks sentences. It's just got a basic misunderstanding of (laughs) grammatical structure to it. Sure. Since the place where Willa goes to get her fix can only be found by witches, demons, and vampires, Buffy sucks up her pride and asks Spike for help. During the... She didn't know that before asking... During the walk, they have an adorable and then kind of gross talk about the night before events. And Spike says, comma, once again, comma, that he loves Buffy. It's so cute. It's not cute. I have to admit, the Spike and Buffy elements are the main reason why I love this episode so much. 
It's not very much of this episode, frankly. And I also admit to constantly going back and watching the Buffy and Spike scenes at least five times. Every single time I watch it. Wow. I hadn't even read that part. Oh, no. Oh, oh that's, no. Oh, that's worrying. Yeah. Okay. Overall, and this is the bonkerest thing of all, I give this episode a 10 out of 10. <gasps> I mean, that's where the review sounded like it was going. Honest. How? How this episode... This is a trash episode for trash humans. <laughs> it really feels like Teeks is so fixated on the Buffy Spike aspects that that's that's it. That's all there needs to be. And we can just to be. forget the rest. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that, I guess. So there are there are good episodes still to come in this season. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Are they mostly at the end of the season? Who's to say? <laughs> Who is to say? Are we have to wade through some more trash to get there? Who's to say? <laughs> Only one in six of the next 12 episodes are worse than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I understand now why I got to the first episode of season seven. And even though I'm sure it's very good and like the ending of that episode, I remember being very interesting. There's no surprise that I was just done and I decided, nah. Here's the thing. There are zero season seven episodes that are worse than this. So at very least, (laughs) we've got that to look forward to. Oh boy. Okay. What's coming up next time, Michaela? Is it number 132 of 144? Who's to say? The next episode is called Gone. Okay. I never know if I should tell you. I mean, you'll find out real fast. Yeah. You know how Buffy's going to eventually be invisible? (gasps) (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. I have no idea whether this episode's any good or not. It's just that I remember something about it that makes me excited. Excited, yeah. So there's there's that. (laughs) Invisibuffy. Gonna have sex with Spike. It'll be wacky. It'll be wacky. There must be a reason. Like, she must have been busy. Like, why else is she (laughs) not in the fucking episode? (laughs) Right? I'm going to look this up before next episode. I'm I'm really worried that this is the worst episode of Buffy ever. (laughs) I am genuinely concerned. You're going to have that fear until the end of time, right? (laughs) No, not until the end of time. Just the next 12 episodes. That's only like, what, four months? That's fine. Three months? Three months? Great stuff, man. That's not much. Great stuff. It takes us to the end of 2018. (laughs) That'll be a nice Christmas gift for me, you know? (laughs) I won't have to worry about the worst (laughs) episode of Buffy coming up. Uh, Good for, yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. All right. Well, until uh, Buffy turns invisible, <laughs> I'm so worried. You can reach out to us via email, beyondvenue.hellmouth at gmail.com. Our pictures are up on Facebook. And if you want to reach out to us personally, you can tip us with Onscoin, which is spelled O-N-Z or Z if you're wrong. A new oh, and totally God. not a scam cryptocurrency that Jeez. rewards social media or some such. I did not have much time to research yeah, it. Yeah, that's but fine. It's some sort of nonsense and it's like high in the search ranks. Anyway, I'm on there at Wizard of Ons, Michaela. Oh, very nice. I'm on there at Ons More With Feeling. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Good. Bad time to take a sip of water. <laughs> 
I heard you kind of choke a little there. <laughs> and until next time, farewell from the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth? Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hellmouth.